everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is February 25th. It's 2020, and we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am joined by my good buddy, Will Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, man. Doing outstanding. Glad to be on another pod. Uh, more importantly, we are a month and two days. De- well, not even, but we'll just say, let's just say a month and two days away from baseball. Oh, buddy, it's about to get real interesting. But, but nevertheless, man, glad to be hanging out with you and uh, try to help the people make some money until MLB. Yeah, Monday did not go well for me, so I'm ready for Tuesday to start up here. Um, I totally forgot to change my lineup. <laughs> so um, I, I forgot I had played the the FanDuel single entry um, yeah. series that's going on here with Roto-Grinders and FanDuel, and my team is terrible in that thing. So um, you guys are welcome for my $10 towards the rake uh, because it was really bad. So <laughs> I, am, I am ready for – Ready for this Tuesday slate, um, like seven-game slates. Always like these slates. So, um, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it cracking here. Uh, we start with Charlotte at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 208.5 total here. Pacers favored by 10.5 in this game. Um, injury-wise for Charlotte, they're good to go on the other side of this game. The Pacers, Jeremy Lamb is out. Sounds like he's going to be out for the season um, after tearing, um, I think it was his uh, ACL and meniscus the other day. So, stinks to see that happen. Um, and, and then on the and Victor Oladipo is questionable. Sumner is questionable. Uh, let's start here with Charlotte. This is going to be a pretty slow-paced game, Will. Um, you know, we have, you know, the Charlotte team, they play at the slowest pace. Indiana's in the 25th pace. Good defensive matchup or a good defensive team, you know, as far as Indiana goes. Um, they're decent. They're top 15. Uh, is there anything standing out to you on the Charlotte side? Uh, not right off the top of my head. I mean, P.J. Washington's been playing pretty well here the past couple games, but, um, you know, the minutes are stable. I, th- this game is just uninteresting. Um, you know, I thought I might like Malik Monk a little bit today. He's been playing really well, but I th- this could be a stay away for me. I will say the prices are very depressed on uh, on FanDuel. I mean, Scary Terry's 5K. We're getting Devontae Graham at 5,900 now. So, I mean, he's almost in that range where it's like, man, this is a little bit too cheap for a guy with 40, 50 point upside. Uh, but that's about it, man. I, I, I'm not interested – and playing any of them outside of maybe they just fit at the end of a build. Yeah. Um, he, Graham is cheap at 6,700. He's averaging 42 fantasy points in three matchups against this team this season. Shot the ball terrible in the first two games out of the all-star break. He's one for one for 17 since the all-star break started back up. So, he gets it going in this game. I think he is obviously a guy that has some, you know, upside and ceiling. Um, yeah, I'm with you on Malik Monk. I don't really love him. I think P.J. Washington is in play, you know, 30 and 37 minutes in his first two games um, out of the All-Star break. It sounds like P.J. Washington is going to be about a 33 to 35-minute guy on most nights um, down the stretch here. And at 4,900, he's definitely in play. Um, I'm just kind of hoping that he doesn't do well and we can, you know, take advantage of it maybe in a better matchup. But they haven't really raised this price very much um, in general. So I don't mind, PJ. 
and I don't mind Graham. And then on the Pacers side of things, I think it really depends on Victor Oladipo here. Uh, with Jeremy Lamb out, if Victor Oladipo sits, Brogdon's in play for me. Uh, 7,100. This team just got embarrassed by Toronto uh, the other night. It was really, really bad. And while, you know, the Pacers are good defensively, that's not the same case for Charlotte. They're a bottom five team. Um, what are we looking at here on the Pacers side? Uh, I, I think it all hinges on Oladipo, man. If Oladipo happens to sit, I mean, we know he's questionable with that back. Uh, then, you know, I think a guy like TJ Warren sh- should be in play. I mean, he's just shown that he can put up some, some nice fantasy performances for us. So I think he would probably be one of the first guys that I'd be interested in, uh, Mr. Warren. I wouldn't hate Sabonis at 9K. I don't think he'll get as much ownership, especially not in this game, but – Charlotte has kind of struggled on the interior most of the season, so uh, definitely wouldn't, wouldn't mind playing Sabonis. And then another guy, uh, you know, maybe Justin Holiday, if you need salary relief, if uh, Oladipo sits, then, you know, maybe he gets closer to 30 minutes, you know, the upper 20s. Um, and I think that could be reasonable. Uh, kind of the same thing for Doug McDermott. You know, these aren't sexy names, but, you know, they could provide some salary relief if uh, if Oladipo were to sit today. Yeah, you know, kind of have to pay attention to this one because, like, if, if that news does come out, Warren, like you said, um, with Lamb out, he should get a bump. The other guy that could potentially get a bump, you know, he played 32 minutes the other night is Aaron Holiday. Like, he could have played 32 minutes because of the blowout, but, like, let's just say – that he plays like 22 minutes, kind of what Lamb was playing. You know, maybe he becomes a little bit more relevant. But the thing about Aaron Holiday for me is I think we could take the wait-and-see approach. They really increased his price like he would move into that Jeremy Lamb role. So mm-hmm. probably going to pass unless maybe on Yahoo or Fanduel he's really cheap. I think that's where you could potentially take um, a shot. But, yeah, nothing else really standing yeah. out to me here. Yeah, he's 3,700. In fact, this whole game, everybody's cheap on FanDuel. Uh, Holiday's 3,700. You've got TJ Warren at 5,900. Justin Holiday, 3,800. Sabonis, 8,300. I mean, and then Brock Brogdon, I mean, he's plug and play on FanDuel at 6,100. It's crazy. Uh, Milwaukee at Toronto, 231.5 total here. Milwaukee favored by one in this game. Um, didn't hear any news out of the Milwaukee camp um, from the first end of the back-to-back. But it sounds like Brook Lopez uh, could play here on the second end of the back-to-back. Uh, sound more like a rest purposes thing. Um, let's talk – oh, and then on the Toronto side, Gasol and, and Powell are still out. McCall is questionable. Let's talk Milwaukee here. It is a back-to-back for Milwaukee. Um, but, you know, we're looking at the Bucks. They had a tough game. Washington, man, that game was close. They that, Man, that game, overtime, it was like – it wasn't an easy matchup Monday. Uh, Bradley Beal brought his A game, and the Washington Wizards looked good. You know, Shabazz Napier had a big game too. Yeah. And Greek fouled out in 25 minutes. So – uh, you know, for everybody that, you know, got a chance to play Mr. Middleton and, you know, play Mr. Bledsoe, then, you know, uh, I guess it kind of worked out for him slightly. But I, I, I think, you know, I think this is a spot we may be able to go back to. Greek only played 25 minutes. You know, I would assume this will be another competitive matchup. Um, 
So I'm, I'm very interested in Greek here. You know, I don't care that he's 11-6. Um, in my opinion, he typically goes a little less on than some of the other studs on most nights, especially if they have multiple. So he, he, he's a guy that I like here. I don't think I want to really play anybody else. Um, you know, if Brooks sits, maybe, maybe you can consider Robin. I mean, he played 33 minutes against Washington. So, so maybe you consider him, but I, uh, it's mainly Greek, Greek and go home for me, man. I don't, I don't really want to play anybody else from the Milwaukee side. Yeah. I'm kind of with you here on Giannis. Um, I, I think he's a strong play. I think he's going to come out kind of mad. <laughs> yeah. 25 um, minutes, man. Oof. Yeah, anybody that, like, was hoping – I played Giannis on FanDuel. Like, I, you know, we all were, were kind of hoping that game stayed close, and it, and it did. And, like, then you realize, like, Giannis fell out and is like, ah, wow, wonderful. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I think Brooke plays. I think Lopez – the other Lopez, Robin Lopez, sits. Um, I don't want to play either one of these guys. Really, for me on the Bucks, it's Giannis. Oh, excuse me. Um Bledsoe's cheap enough that, like, he has a little bit of upside. But, again, you know, probably Giannis for me. I think this game's going to be close. And I want Giannis in close games. Um, you know, especially, like you said, he only played, like, what was it, 20, 25 minutes? So, 25 minutes, yes, sir. He put up 77 uh, fantasy points the first time these two teams met. So, um, you know, expect big things here from Giannis. I kind of – you you know, you could really consider him almost uh, the top play on the slate. You know, he's definitely – in consideration for sure. Um, yeah. Toronto side will, you know, we have Lowry back and all this stuff. Um, you know, Gasol is still out. Siakam is definitely relevant. Uh, what are we looking at when it comes to Toronto? Do we, do we kind of expect Giannis to guard Siakam and kind of take him away? Um, because he did not have a good game the first time these two teams met. Yeah. Toronto, man, despite the fact that, they have some injuries. I just feel uninspired to play these guys now. Um, you know, Serge Ibaka has a fair price. Um, I feel like Siakam has a fair price. But anybody, any of these Toronto guys that are kind of 8K plus. So uh, that kind of leaves, you know, maybe a Fred Van Vliet. You know, I think I'd be more interested in him and probably more interested in OG as well. I think those are the guys that I'd be most interested in. I just – I don't feel good about allocating my salary to an 8,500 Siakam today and an 8,100 Lowry. Um, I do expect the game to be competitive, but I just – I think I can find better values, you know, in, or better mid-range players in other games. Um, and I think I'd just kind of take some of the, the cheaper Toronto Raptors, like an Ibaka, like a Van Vliet or an OG today. Yeah, I actually kind of like Van Vliet. Um, I like Lowry, too. I just don't like his price. I think Lowry yeah, has a good game here. You know, I just – I don't like the price point. So, um, I, I could definitely get behind playing Van Vliet, saving the 1300 He's probably going to end up playing, like, what, 35 to 38 minutes in this game. So, like, we're just playing the minutes here from Van Vliet more than anything else, um, yeah. hoping that the production is there. So, um, I could definitely get behind playing Van Vliet over Lowry just because of price. If you see those guys on, like, Yahoo or Fandle and they're a little bit closer, I, I, would, I, I prefer Lowry. I just don't want to pay the price. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, OKC at Chicago, 218 total. Chicago favored by seven in this game. Thunder, they're good to go. 
Uh, Chicago, Wendell Carter Jr. is questionable. Uh, Chris Dunn is out. Markin is out. Porter is doubtful. Valentine is doubtful. Um, let's start here with the Thunder. Like, nobody expected the Thunder to be good this year. And, like, this is a team that's six in the West. They're, they're 35 and 22, 61% win rate. Like, this is a team I feel like if, if you would ask me, I would, they're probably the most shocking team to me this season. Yeah, absolutely, man. I and, and I like it. I, I'm I'm actually really happy that you know they remain competitive and and they didn't check out on their season, um, you know, which kind of leads us to these players. Man, I, I just have to shout out Stephen Adams, man, who just kind of had a really, really kind of went through a slump, I think, after the injury. But man, has he been fantastic the last one, two, three, four, four, four games? I mean, minutes are up. Um, only played 27 minutes against San Antonio. It was a blowout. And put up 41 fantasy points. I mean, uh, so I, I really like him today, you know, if he's going to continue playing like this. I think he's a good mid-range center. Uh, outside of that, Gallinari's price is fair. I mean, you, you know, he, he's not going to give you 40, 50 every game, but um, he's just kind of as steady as they come. Uh, I do like Dennis Schroeder at this price, man, at 5700 a guy that's still playing roughly 30 minutes a game and kind of runs the second unit. I, I really like this price on him, you know, at 57. I think he's a guy that goes overlooked today. Uh, I think he could get in the mid to high 30s in this spot. So he's a guy I've got my eye on. Uh, like Chris Paul, I like SGA, uh, but I don't think they're, they're must plays. But Schroeder, Schroeder's a guy at this price, about the same price on FanDuel as well at 5,600, I think, is a, is a fantastic play. And then CP3 and SGA, I'm, I'm a lot more interested on FanDuel where their prices are a little cheaper. Yeah, you know, take advantage of the pricing. Um, I like Steven Adams a lot here. You know, Chicago allows the fifth most fantasy points per game to opposing centers. They're a bottom five team in rebounding. Like, this game screams double-double for Steven Adams. Um, oh, yeah. It just really, you know – his upside is in his blocks and steals. Like, he's a guy that can put up 50 fantasy points if he picks up a couple blocks and steals in the process. So, you know, even in this matchup, Chicago, the, the, they turned the ball over the fourth most in the NBA um, at 15.6%, um, you know, so – or 15.6 per – you know. So, Stephen Adams, I think, is a great play here um, at 6,700. I really like the spot for him. Paul, SGA, you know, Gallinari, Schroeder, they're all good plays. Like, I, I think this is a game that, like, if you're playing these guys, you're probably going to be playing somebody else like Levine or White or somebody on the other side if you're going to go, like, two of the Thunder guys. So, uh, you know, let's let's jump over there and talk about them. Kobe White, um, you know, they've played three games coming out of the break here, and he's played 30, 34, and 34 minutes, but he's taken 18 and 22 shots in the last two games. This is a tough matchup on paper, Will. Um, what are we looking at here for the Bulls? Man, I, th I think it's Zach Levine or Bust, man. If you're going to play any Bull, I think he's the guy you want to play today. Look, man, I, you know, I got a nice chunk of Tomas Sadoransky yesterday for nothing. I got my lineup tanked by Trevor Ariza, but that's a story for another day. But, you know, Sadoransky has been pretty steady overall. Um, he, outside of that last dud he put up, I mean, he last four or five games when uh, Hutchison's been out, he, he's been playing fantastic, man. 
So uh, he's a guy, you know, I, I've got my eye on as well in this mid-range. Um, you know, I, I'd actually prefer to play him over Kobe White. I know Kobe's taking a lot of shots. Um, I, I do feel like Sadoransky uh, is the more stable play, but I don't expect e- either one of them to really have ownership today. But I, I, th- I think it's Zach Levine a bust overall for this team. Um, if they're going to be competitive and kind of stay in this game, I think he, he has a hand in it. I do know that Thaddeus Young has been playing a lot better. I'm never going to play pay 6400 for Thaddeus Young. I'm just not doing it. And uh, those are the only guys I would look at on the Bulls. And I really like the tournament appeal uh, of Kobe White, even in a tough matchup. Um, Gafford's probably going to play some solid minutes here too, probably like 22 to 25 minutes. But I don't like this matchup against Steven Adams. Um, I'll save him for another day. Yeah. Detroit at Denver, 216 total. Denver favored by 12 in this game. Um, Bruce Brown Jr. is questionable. Um, Blake is out. Kennard is still out. Um, yeah. like uh, And then the Denver, they're good to go, you know, night before injury report anyway. Um, let's start with Detroit. Anything standing out to you here? Nope. I just – I'm not interested in Detroit, man. I guess if Bruce Brown sat, then you get, you know, a little bit more Galloway, um, a little bit more Tony Snell, who I, I'm just not going to play. Maybe you get a little bit more Civy. Uh, this team is just kind of a wasteland right now. I, I'm, I'm not interested in playing anyone. Even Christian Wood, you know, I, I don't want to play him. And I, I've liked Don Maker here, but I, I don't even want to play him in this spot. I just – I don't think I'm playing anymore from Detroit tomorrow or on this slate. Yeah, Christian Wood has been absolutely crushing here since the Andre Drummond trade. He's been fantastic. It's just it's a tougher matchup. His price is kind of still up there. Like he he really didn't get like a decrease in price because he's facing a you know a Jokic in Denver and like if we look at it like Denver has been really strong against centers, um, top ten in the league. So. It's hard to really love Christian Wood at this spot. This is a, another spot that I think he could definitely get in foul trouble too. You know, Jokic is a guy that easily gets people in foul trouble. If Brown sits, I think Derrick Rose is worth a shot in tournaments here. The only thing that I worry about with Derrick Rose is minutes. Um, his production and his usage has been down. So if you're worried about that with me, I think Galloway is a strong call. You know, one of these guys is going to do well. Like, is it Dubaya? <laughs> like, one of these good, guys. Good luck. <laughs> play the roulette. Like, Brandon Knight played 20 minutes the other night. Like Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Denver side of things, like, Jokic is 10K. This is a, a good matchup for him. I just – I worry about the upside just because I worry about this game staying close. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is a Jokic spot for me. And I, I did play Jokic yesterday to get some leverage off of Whiteside, who was incredibly high on, but still did what he was supposed to do. Um, I, I'm, man, I'm just not interested in, in in these guys unless they're cheap. And, you know, I mean, Millsap's 5,100, you know, playing in the – oh, my God. We have the case of the odds on this show today. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not actually tired. I'm doing it, so too. I, yeah, I am man. tired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, you you pass it through the camera. Uh, uh, but yeah, Millsap in the mid twenties, I think is okay for fifty one hundred. I, I still don't really like it. I think we can find better better value. 
Uh, Will Bart is fifty five hundred, but uh, just just not really interested, man. I, Jamal Murray seventy eight. I think this game is going to be a scratch off for me completely. Just just I'm I'm not inspired to really attack anyone from this game. Yeah, and like Christian Wood, he's I think he's like twenty third in defensive real plus minus like. Jokic went bonkers. These these two teams played um, a few weeks ago, and Jokic put up like 80 fantasy points or something like that. Uh, so, like, Jokic has a ceiling in this matchup, but he played almost 40 minutes in that game. Um, yeah. So, I just – I he could go off here. I just – I worry about the upside. Um, yeah, like – Murray at 78, like all these guys, like if Will Barton shoots the ball well at 5,500, he could go off. Um, Paul Millsap, I like the fact that he's kind of right back into that 26, 27-minute range. Um, I just don't like this game, Will. Like this is a game that like I'm looking at and I'm like, (laughs) Denver's implied total here is really strong. But this game as a whole here, it's just like what's to really like here? Like – you know, you have a Denver team that plays at the 29th pace. You have a Detroit team that plays at the 27th pace. So you have two bottom five teams in pace. A game that has a 12-point spread, it's just – this one's tough for me to really get excited about. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Uh, same here. Just go, just going to scratch it off, man. I can get excited about this next game. It's New Orleans oh, at yes. LA. Take it on the Lakers. 238.5 total here. Lakers favored by eight. Miller and Williams stay are going to continue to be out here for New Orleans. Um, Anthony Davis is probable. Shocking. He's probable against the Pelicans. Um, let's start here with New Orleans. What are we looking at? Uh, Anthony Davis. I'm just kidding, man. I pulled a, a Stephen A for us. <laughs> uh, you, almost, so I, you almost made me spit my water out. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I saw a clip of him the other day. He pulled another one of those stunts like he did for the Chargers. It wasn't at, from the Chiefs. It wasn't as bad, but it was rough. Oh, gosh. But uh, anyway, um, I, I wish I could play Zion, man, but I can't do it at 8K. I feel like Brandon Ingram is fairly priced. Uh, perhaps we could get away with playing him at 6,800. Um, you know, I, I don't – I don't mind Drew at 79. I just feel like if this game if this game stays close, then one of these, you know, collection of guys has to kind of carry the team there, whether it's Zion, Ingram, or Drew. But I, I don't feel comfortable playing them because I don't know who it's going to be. Derek Favors is who I would almost be most interested in just because of the price. But, you know, I, I just think with all the other guys there, it really cuts into his production. So I, I – I like Ingram's price. I would love to play Zion, and I would love to play Drew. I think if I had to choose, I'd just play uh, Ingram and kind of let it slide from there and kind of play a couple Lakers on the other side. Uh, Just the pricing on these guys and the production is just – I'm not thrilled about how the pricing is, at least not on DK. You know one of the things I like this season, Will, um, with the Western Conference is – the fact that it's the eighth seed is just wide open, and we really haven't had that in years past when, when you know the Western Conference anyway. So like the Pelicans, even at twenty five and thirty two, they've won seven of their last ten games. They're still in it. Like they're only three games back of the Grizzlies. So like 
they're going to play these guys minutes and like we we can kind of predict the rotation. The guy that I really like here is JJ Redick at 4300. I think he picks up a few extra minutes in this game if he shoots the ball well. I think they're going to need JJ to shoot the ball well in this game. Um you know, he was shooting the ball really well right before the All-Star break and the shot attempts were there. He's shooting. This is what I love about JJ Redick. He's going to shoot. So I think he's a a really strong, like, large field tournament play just because he's going to chuck, and that's what we want in this matchup. I also like Lonzo Ball. We, we've we seen Lonzo, you know, kind of, you know, take this role on with Drew back and Zion where he doesn't need to go out and score, like, 20 points a night, and, you know, he's a guy that can get you a triple-double. Um, so he has triple-double upside in this matchup. So I like Lonzo as well. Him, Drew – like, I wouldn't play more uh, more of one of, like, Ingram, Ball, Drew, and Zion. I, I'd make a group and, like, play, like, at max one of those guys. Because I think one yeah. of those four guys, if this game stays close, is the reason. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, we're on yeah. the same page. Yes, sir. That's, I, my sentiments exactly. Uh, the Lakers side of things, you could play LeBron. You could play Anthony Davis in any matchup. Um, I like Giannis more, you know, going back to that, you know, conversation with that game against Toronto being close it's hard not to like anthony davis here you know in the two matchups already this season he's averaging 67 fantasy points i think he's a lock for 6x here um i like anthony davis more than i like lebron here yeah me too man and only because i mean the last time they play him i mean they're just basically giving him the ball and saying hey man go and dominate your former team you know we'll we'll get out i feel like he's gonna want to dominate zion in this game too because, like, this would, be, this would be the first time Zion's, like, played against him. Like, I just feel like, ha-ha, this is what you're missing out on. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get it, man. I, I just – AD is uh, pretty much one of my top plays today. I uh, – man, I, I like him today in this spot just because of what we've seen. Like, the, the games he's played this year, man, they, I mean, they've just been giving him the ball. And letting him dominate. And I agree with you, man. I, I think he will want to, you know, have a welcome to the NBA moment for Zion. So, I get it. I'm all aboard. Here's a guy I did want to bring up, though, man. And he's kind of sporadic. But Avery Bradley is 3,300. And he's been playing about 30 minutes. Now, look, I'm not guaranteeing any type of big production. But they're playing the Pelicans. This is going to be an up-and-down game. I think it's good value on Avery Bradley today at sub 4K across the industry. I I like this spot for him, man. I, I really, really like Avery Bradley today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this podcast, JJ Reddick, Avery Bradley. We're getting all the we're getting all the guys. We should have mentioned like Alex Caruso or something too. Like, just get them all out there. Um, <laughs> Boston at Portland, no total in this game. Um, I, I don't know why there's not a total because we know Kimba's out. Collins, yeah. Hood, and Lillard are all out as well. So didn't understand why there's not a total in this one. Let's start here with the Boston side of things. You know, Tatum's another guy that has been fantastic here uh, with Kimba off the floor. He's put up 50 fantasy points in three straight for the last seven. Uh, five of the last seven, sorry. Um, it's hard not to like Jason Tatum here, even at 8,800. Um, he's doing it all right now. So, 
like 41 actual points last game. His usage is insane, and he's getting to the free throw line. He's a great free throw shooter. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's really, really playing well here the past few games. Uh, you know, last game against Minnesota, 28 and 11, three assists, one block, one steal, two turnovers. Last game against the Lakers, 41 5, two assists, two blocks, one steal, two turnovers. You know, here's the theme, man. He's not turning the ball over a lot. Which, which is great for us, which means we shouldn't lose too many points as the game progresses. We should only be going up, up, up. Uh, definitely my favorite Boston guy. I actually think my second favorite Boston guy today, maybe Daniel Tice. I, I, think, I think he's a good value. Um, I think it's a great price on him. Uh, I will say Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Hayward, and Smart, man, on, on FanDuel, it's ridiculous. They're just incredibly cheap. On DK, they will make you think about it a little more. I do, I do like Gordon Hayward here, seventy four hundred. I think uh, this is a really good price for him. I think he could get in the forties easily in this spot. Um, this isn't going to be a crazy defensive game. Portland's not playing great defense, so he's a guy I like. And I think he goes under on because of the pricing. Um, I, don't, I don't think people view him as an upside guy, but with Kim off the floor, I, I think he can get there. So I like him. I think I'll leave Smart on the shelf today. Uh, and, and maybe Jalen Brown. Um, I think they're good plays. I think they're okay. Um, but I think I prefer uh, Tatum, Hayward, and Tice in this spot on DK. On FanDuel, a little different story. You know, those guys are incredibly cheap. Yeah, so, like, just kind of really quickly going back to Jason Tatum. Like, his usage the last five games, 32, 31, 26, 26 and a half. 25 and then you know you keep going a little bit 29 30 31 so the usage is definitely there um you know the usage is definitely correlating for him as well when he gets the usage which he should here with Kimba off the floor um he should definitely do well in this game so even at 8800 I really like him outside of him though like there's not a lot standing out to me I think Jalen Brown is a guy that could definitely go for like five six x maybe a little bit more um, I think Marcus Smart's a guy that could go for like five, six X, but not too much more. Um, I worry about Daniel Tice in this matchup against Whiteside, just in general here. Um, you know, I like Tice today, man. I th- I, do you? Don't you think they'll need him on the floor a little bit more? Because Cantor's not playing a whole bunch of minutes. No, they they've definitely turned over the rein to Tice. Um, you know, he, he's played thirty-one and twenty-eight minutes after the break here. You know, definitely looks healthy. It's just like I know Whiteside is kind of a middle of the road defensive guy, but uh, man, Tice just gets in foul trouble so much, and like Whiteside has <laughs> a little bit of usage increase with Lillard off the floor, and I just I worry about Tice just getting in foul trouble. Yeah, fair like, enough. I get it. Yeah. You know, we could go to the other side. Like we could talk Whiteside right off the bat here. Um, no Lillard, and this guy has been phenomenal here recently. The price is definitely. Caught up for the most part. Um, I'm not really seeing him cheap across the industry anywhere. He's 9,600 on FanDuel, 9,200 on DraftKings. He's a guy that could, you know, go for 50-plus here um, in this matchup against Boston. If this game stays close, the guy that, like, I'm – I was I was really happy to see they increase the price for C.J. McCollum because even though he's coming off of a monster game against Detroit, this is a fade spot for me. Let him burn me, Will. Let him burn me. Hey, man, um, I get it. I mean, this price is – I definitely think there's going to be some sticker shock out there. Um, I kind of want to see how, how things end up. 
I mean, they're at home. So, so for me, you know, if, if they're going to keep this game close, you got to think he has something to do with it. Um, so I, I haven't quite decided yet if I'm going to commit to playing him because he's, def- he's definitely not going to be chalky, I don't think, on this slate. So I-, I may still have some interest, especially since I like a few of these Boston pieces. I, I think I may end up with some CJ today. And I- I've kind of got the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, if he burns me by not getting there, then, hey, it, it is what it is. Um, but, you know, with him – you know, pretty much having the ball in his hands most of the time on the floor outside of, you know, Mr. Isolation, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I just, you know, he took 30 shots the last game, you know, 22 the game before that, 25 the game before that. Uh, I, I, I think if I'm going to play some Boston guys, I, I really like him here. I, I am going to go back to the well on Mr. Ariza. Um, he's only burned me once, you know, not, not going to give up on him. I think the price on him is fair, uh, especially with Carmelo being up to 6K. Um, you know, I don't ever mind fading Carmelo. So I, I do think Ariza's good value. Uh, still played 36 minutes, just didn't really do much with it. Um, but, you know, a guy that can kind of fill the stat sheet. And you've already talked enough about Whiteside, but, I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal here with Damian Lillard off the floor. Yeah, like, C.J. McCollum's usage in the last two games has been 35%. Obviously, you know, the upside, the ceiling is there. 30 shots against Detroit the other night. Absolutely crushed. It's just when I look at it, I'm like, his price is so high. People are still going to play him. I'm going to pass. Uh, there's just so many good options. Like Tatum's $400 cheaper. Give me Tatum. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's just where I'm at. Um, like, if if I'm getting exposure to Portland, like, I know he was terrible against Detroit the other night, but give me like Trevor Reese at 4700 you know, I'll take a shot on him. I don't really like Gary Trent Jr. Um, Mello at 6K, he's going to he's gonna get his 15 to 20 shots um, almost every night. So, like, give me those guys at just cheaper price tags than McCollum. Um, give me Whiteside instead of McCollum. Yeah, I get it, man. I mean, I, I don't mind Whiteside either at all. I mean, I, I think he's a phenomenal play. I do still like McCollum here with no Dame, though. That's fine. I, I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sacramento at Golden State uh, No total in this game Bagley and Holmes are out uh, Chris and Green are questionable That's something that we're going to be kind of watching throughout the day here Because You know Mar- Marquise Chris At 6K You know he's he's put up what 30 plus fantasy points in three of the last four games um, After he got hurt um, You know in the Houston game and, and then like you know Draymond Green If both of these guys sit Obviously it opens up um, a lot of minutes here For Golden State so Let's start with Sacramento, though. This is a good matchup for Fox. It's a good matchup for Buddy Heald. Um, you know, Bielitsa is okay. This is a good matchup for these guys. It's just figuring out, like, you know, Bogdanovich played a lot of minutes because he shot the ball well the other night. Uh, Sacramento is still that team that, like, I get them wrong so much. Yeah, man. He was my favorite guy from Sacramento today. I like Harry Barnes. Uh, this guy is just playing massive minutes right now. 30-plus in the last two games, 30-plus in three of the last four games, 30-plus in five of the last six games, 30-plus in six of the last eight games. And the minutes are there. I, I like Harry Barnes today, man. Uh, cheap across the industry. I, I 
I think I think he's a lock and load here in this spot against Golden State, a game that should really push the pace. I like Bielitsa, like Buddy, like Fox. I mean, I think all those guys are phenomenal plays, but my favorite player on this team right now is Harrison Barnes. I don't ever play Harrison Barnes, but you take a look at what he's been doing. Uh, take a look at the matchup here, one of the best spots on the board. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting real excited about plugging in some Harrison Barnes today. Probably too excited for my own liking. Hey, I like it. I like the price. I like the minutes. I can get behind Harrison Barnes here, Will. Um, him and Fox, probably my two favorite players from Sacramento. Oh, yes. Uh, Golden State's tough because we're really going to have to pay attention to the news here. But if Draymond Green were to sit in this game – Andrew Wiggins could have a monster amount of usage. Like, I hate – we all hate playing him. Um, Damian Lee <laughs> – Damian Lee would be the other guy that I think would see a nice little increase, him and Poole. Um, these guys are all in play because they're not, like, overly expensive. Yeah, man. The uh, whole team pretty much is pretty cheap. Uh, you know, Wiggins is 6,800 and, and uh, Mr. Chris is 6K. But other than that, man – everybody's affordable, you know, even Kai Bowman down there at 4,800. He played 32 minutes, dropped a 40 spot for us. I mean, you know, pools 5,400. I mean, this team's just affordable. And I don't think this is a game where they should get rolled over too bad. So I think we look at some of these value pieces. I, you know, this could be, you know, you take a few pieces from this game, a few pieces from the Portland game, a few pieces from the Laker game, and you got yourself a little late night hammer in the making. And I really think that's how the slate may unfold today. So, uh, you know, if, you, if, if you're counting your earnings at, at 930, you know, you might want to take a nap and pray because I think these next few games are, are really going to win the slate for us. And so those are guys I like. I know we have to wait on the news, but, you know, I like these cheaper uh, Golden State Warriors. All right, Will, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here uh, using DraftKings pricing like we always do. Give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. Yeah, man, this is a tough one for me because I wish, uh, you know, I had I had a, a bit more news. But as of right now, believe it or not, man, I'm going to side with the guy that's a little dicey that we talked about. But I just – I really like him today in this spot. Uh, that's going to be Mr. Avery Bradley out, out there in L.A. And, I mean, he's really cheap today. I think he's 3,300. I, I like Avery today, man. I just I, – I think this is a spot he could get 25 to 30 with ease. I'm going to take Trevor Ariza. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many people will end up playing. I just – I like Trevor Ariza in, like, close games. I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be one of those games where he gets, like, two to four steals – just oh, yeah. a couple, a couple, bu- just a couple buckets, Mister Ariza. That's all I'm asking for, my friend. Yes. Um, Will over AK to go under five X. Who's your bust today? Yeah, man. Um, this was kind of a tough one, but I think I'm just going to go with Mister Siakam. Uh, I like him, don't love him. Let's go Siakam. All right, I like that call actually. Um. Come on, he's out there. Jokic gets over 50 in this spot matchup, though. Like, that's my my problem. He gets, like, 55. Um, I was going to say Siakam, too. So, give yeah. me – and CJ McCollum needs 45. That's super doable. Um, 
Man, give me LeBron James. I get it. I get it. I don't feel good about any of those guys. Siakam, <laughs> Siakam was my guy. He took my guy. Um, give me, give me your favorite six X play today. Uh, Harry Barnes, man, five K or fifty three hundred playing huge minutes against Golden State. I, I like Harry Barnes, man. Like him a lot. Yeah, I like that call a lot. Um, you know, definitely somebody that wasn't on my radar. That's why I love this podcast. Um. I'm going to go with Steven Adams. We talked about him a lot oh, so yeah. when we were talking about it. Um, really, really like this spot for Steven Adams. Will, give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day. Let's get weird. For right now, I'm going to side with um, another guy that I talked about. Um, I'm, I'm going with Sadoransky. Um, you know, he's been playing a lot of minutes as well. Been pretty stable. Um, I think if they're going to get close in this game, he, he should have something to do with it. So let, let's go Tomas Sadoransky at 5,700. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to say JJ Reddick gets hot today. JJ Reddick gets hot today. <laughs> um, he's my let's get weird GPP play of the day, but uh, no, these let's get weird GPP plays of the day are very risky anytime that we talk about them. So, um, all right, Will, game selection question, cash game tournaments, anything standing out to you today? Yeah, man, look, I, I, I may be on this for the next few weeks. People, please, please, please get in the single entry series. The prize pools are bigger. The, the payout structure is flat. No reason to avoid these days. It's $10 this week. Uh, please get in there. Try to play as much as you can. They'll drop their lowest score. I think it's one of the best tournaments running right now. All right. Yeah. Single entry series is 10 bucks. Um, no, no Chipotle today. Go, go get in the single entry tournament, double your money and you can get Chipotle tomorrow and then enter it again. So um, I'm going to go over to DraftKings. I'm going to go out there for my low stakes guys and gals uh, that listen to the podcast. Again, if you do not have the rotor grinders browser extension, make sure you get it. Um, it is fantastic. When you're looking at game selection, I'm going to go to the $2 single entry elbow shot over there on DraftKings. Pays 23%. Uh, top 10 is uh, getting under 30%. It's kind of a flat payout structure, which I really like for low stakes um, building bankroll uh, players. Make sure you're checking this out. You know, if you hit the nuts, you're going to make 500 bucks. 500 bucks is a really nice boost to your bankroll. Even if you like take half out and, you know, buy, buy your wife or husband, something really nice, um, you know, make sure that they're, they know they're appreciated that like even two fifty is a huge bump to a player that's playing a $2 single entry tournament. So, um, check that out again, like get the browser extension, pay attention to the top 10, pay attention to how many spots is getting paid out. You don't want to be playing in these tournaments, paying 18% out with 16% rake. Like those are tournaments that you will lose money over time unless you bank it. Just yes. saying. Um, will give me your favorite over under today. What do you got? Or against the spread doesn't matter either way. Yeah, yeah. I I wish I had a little bit more news on that game. That's okay. I actually think I'm going to go with this Milwaukee Toronto game. And it's at 231 right now. I think I'm going to take the under on 231. The under? Yeah, I think, I think I'm think i going to take the under. 
I think that that's interesting. I was actually thinking about taking the over in that game. Like, it kind of seems low to me. It's, you you think it's high? Well, I mean, so I mean, we're at two thirty-one. We're expecting one team to score. I mean, when that that the spreads at one and a half. I mean, that would mean you know to be to be both fair. Both teams are around one fifteen ish. To be fair, they it was two twenty the first time they met. It was one hundred five to one fifteen. I looked this yeah, up before and, we got started. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I know Milwaukee. Both of these teams that haven't been th- that slow in pace, but in, comp- in a competitive game like this, two playoff teams at two thirty-one. You know, both teams would have to get unless it went overtime. Both teams would have to get you know around one fifteen or you know or more in regulation. I, I just don't see it, man. I don't see both teams going over. So. I'm taking the under. All right. I can get behind it. I'm mad at myself, Will. Um, over there on Sharp Side, if you guys haven't checked it out, head on over to Sharp Side. They got their street contest going. Will, I'm up to seven. Um, I've given out my picks on the podcast, tell, told these guys and gals when the lock is every, each and every day. I'm up to seven. I said mm-hmm. yesterday that like, I liked the Orlando Magic at plus two, two and a half. And I didn't lock it in, and it got up to, like, three and a half, and I should have locked it in, Will. I'm still mad at myself. I could have got my streak up to eight. Um, If you have not checked out Sharpside, make sure you head on over there check them out. Like I said, the streak contest, once you hit your sixth, and we're at seven now, um, once you hit your sixth, you'll start winning money over there. So check it out. It's free. Um, Everybody likes free money. I don't have a lock today. I, I really don't. Um, one of the things that I have to look really quick. Did I write this down wrong? Hold on. Because if this is really what the line is, I, I, I'm definitely going to lock it in right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wrote down Chicago favored by seven, and it, it is OKC favored by seven. So I was about to say, like, I'm instant locking um, the Thunder plus seven. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't really, I don't really have one that like I love today. Like Boston minus five would probably be my favorite right now. Um, I think Boston minus five is is strong against Portland. I also think that Golden State line is kind of interesting, depending on like the injury news there. That would be one that I'd be looking at. So watch the news on that one. I, I kind of like Boston minus five. Again, I don't really have a lock today. Um, I'm probably going to be on the podcast tomorrow regretting not locking something, but, um, will any final thoughts before we get out of here? No final thoughts, but, uh, man, it's, it's kind of ugly out there right now. The Clippers are up 51 to 20 in the second. And uh, of course I played Brandon Clark, like everybody else. And, uh, not looking good. Make, make, making some money, but I, I need him to get going so I can make a little more money. And this is kind of ugly. Yeah, I have Clark and Harrell in that game, so I was I was kind of hoping it would stay closer. I thought Harrell would have a big game though. Um, so, all right, that's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back talking some more hoops tomorrow. Hope everyone has an awesome day. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then. <laughs>